Smith and his wife Laura of Fior Restaurant on Broughton Street have devised a way of keeping their staff busy and their suppliers in business too. Although they're not open as a restaurant, they have something called Route to Market. Here we speak to him about how that works and how you can get all their lovely produce at home. Good afternoon, Scott. Hi, good afternoon. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Sorry if you had a few difficulties there getting in, but thank you for joining us on our podcast. And Scott, you'll have to tell me, but you're not really just involved with Roots, are you? You're in catering in uh, in other places in Edinburgh. So tell me, give me a little snapshot about you. Yeah, so um, me and my wife operate a couple couple catering outlets uh, in, in and around Edinburgh. So our, our kind of flagship, that is, uh, that's Fior, and which is on Broughton Street. And that's, um, that's kind of our, our kind of, I don't know if you want to say fine dining, but our, 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 our brand, um, if you like, our kind of uh, brand flagship, which is our, our set menu restaurant. And then we've got um, a contract recently started just before this whole lockdown came in, which is pretty bad timing on our part um, with um, the Secret Herb Garden just on the south of the city. Uh, so we've taken on the catering operations out there. And we've also got a seasonal um, operation out at Jupiter Artland as well. So just on the, the west of Edinburgh. So, so three, three, uh, three businesses which uh, are currently um, no business at the moment. So. Bit of a tough time uh, to be in any kind of uh, catering business, but you seem to have managed to turn things around just a wee bit um, by using your connections with your suppliers and turning them into something that members, us people at home needing to cook, might need to use. So tell us a little bit how that works. Yeah, so I mean, my, my wife Laura, my business partner as well, she was. Um, she was way ahead on this than, than than I was, to be honest. I mean, she was she was saying back in um, kind of late late January or early February that you know something's going to happen from this um, this uh, virus, which is kind of spreading throughout the the, the eastern part of the world. It is going to be here, and um, I, I I expected it would, but the the impact it's had, I you know that caught caught me off off guard and um, didn't expect it to have the impact it's had worldwide and you know it's completely crippled the, the hospitality industry and many other industries as well um so i guess when 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 the lockdown happened or once once hospitality was told that we we needed to cease operating um we already kind of had an idea in our head that we would have to diversify quickly and uh that we had lots of ideas of how we would survive this and how we could how we could get through it, how we could trim back our costs. But then it also occurred to us then what's what's really the the point in us um, surviving through this if the if also the suppliers and the network that we built up around us, which made the restaurant what it was and you know allowed us to 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 work with such amazing produce. If if they failed to survive, then what would we be coming back to if we survived? So. Um, so it was kind of it was built out of survival, it was built out of kind of necessity uh, to try and protect protect our team, um, but also to protect our our local supply chain. So we're very very lucky and very fortunate in this country to have such incredible producers and uh, and and people who are very you know as much as much passionate about producing the produce as we are in, in serving it. And um, 
when you go to the supermarket, you just you don't see this. Um, you don't see this on the shelves, and even some of the specialist food shops cannot get access to this produce because it, it is um, it has been um, dominated, I guess, by the hospitality and by the restaurant scene. So it was obvious to us that they would have a big a big uh, gap in their business. So, you know, their businesses were going to be affected by the restaurants closing and it made sense to us, especially with at the time that this happened, you know, supermarkets had huge queues outside and uh, whether it's safe or not to get into them was another another question as well. Um, that we had access to all this incredible produce but nowhere to put it. So it made sense to, to connect the public with it directly. And so tell me then, um, you know, this week, what's the what's the speciality this week, Scott? What a, and, and, and how does it work? What do people have to do to uh, find you and to, to place an order? Maybe we could uh, we could explain that. Yeah, so we, we, we've, we've done it in a slightly um, complicated way because that tends to be what, what we do. Um, so I, I guess... To, to, to get the produce from us, people have to sign up with us. And uh, once they sign up, um, we we assign their, their address with a delivery day. So we, we assign the, the postcode with a certain delivery day. Two days before that delivery day is due, we then contact the, the customers in the morning with an email, updating them with what's good at the moment and uh, any new produce we have from any of our suppliers. Um, and then they have um, until 4 p.m. that day to place their order. Um, so we've done it in a, in a slightly restrictive way. Um, that was purposeful for a number of reasons. First of all, our you know our suppliers they had they needed time and they needed uh, they needed um, kind of resources to be able to restructure their business. As did we. We we're not retailers. Um, we're we're, rest, we're a restaurant. So going from a 33 cover restaurant to turn into this industry was a huge, huge undertaking for us. So we knew that if we just opened an online shop and opened the floodgates, we would um, we would uh, not be able to keep up with the demand. So we, we used that as a way of filtering the demand and, and spacing, spacing that out. I suppose um, though, but by, by, by being in contact with people though, I suppose actually it's, it makes it maybe a wee bit more bespoke and perhaps, uh, you know, a little bit more personalized. So, um, Maybe that's in your favour. Yeah, it was something that we hadn't intended, but it's something we've definitely seen is, um, um, I mean, I'm talking right now with customers because we have deliveries going out today, and I really do feel that we've not only created a, a nice uh, online platform for them to be able to to, to shop amazing produce um, from all over Scotland, but um, we've also created a sort of uh, community within that because you know we are in direct contact with them um, a lot. We do a weekly update email, which everybody gets, and then uh, each area gets a, an email bespoke to their area every morning, which means that uh, you know we're talking directly to to them as a group, as opposed to uh, here's our online store, go on, get what you want, and um, and you're not going to hear from us. So. Um, yeah. So it's kind of by default created a really nice kind of uh, community, I think, um, um, around it, which, yeah. which has been great for business as well. We do know, unfortunately, we can't, if we want to continue route to market, which I think it's, it's something, well, it, it is something we want to continue. Um, we will have to adjust that because it's, you know, we're in lockdown. People are at home. Um, if they have a designated delivery day, that works just now, but people need the convenience and the flexibility once they, once they come out of that. 
So basically, people get um, an email from you at eight o'clock in the morning, and then they have until four o'clock to decide what they want from your list. And then that gets delivered the next day or on a specified day? So that, that gets day, uh, delivered two days after the order comes two in. Two days so, after. Okay. Uh, as soon as the order comes in, we, um, we contact our suppliers. If they've ordered some yeah. of the, the ready meals we have on the website, we, we then get in the produce to, to produce those as well. So they're, they're made fresh. Um, and then the following day after that, it gives us a day to, to collate everything, to pack everything, to organize all the all the routes and everything else. And then the following day, they, they get their, their produce delivered. And tell me then a, bit, a little bit about your home meals, because uh, I think I hadn't perhaps realized you were doing home meals as well. I had realized you were, you were um, you know, passing on all this lovely fruit and veg and everything else, but I didn't know you were cooking for people. So what kind of things are you cooking? Um, so entirely different to what we're, what we're used to doing. Um, but I think during this period, people want simple, healthy hearty home meals that are, that, are, that are easy to heat up at home. So we had considered going down the route of um, doing something a bit more complex and, and, and delivering instructions of how to compile it all together. But uh, <laughs> The it, cordon it just, bleu route. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of people are doing that as well, which I think is great. I mean, I think it's really, really nice and it gives people a kind of, a kind of yeah. restaurant-like experience at home. But um, what we wanted to do was to be able to feed a lot more people, people who are potentially, you know, don't want to have the bother of having to put together a complex meal and or perhaps just living by themselves and just want a, a simple meal they can put in the oven. So just very, very simple things like like um, like lasagnas and, and pasta dishes. We've done some stews. Uh, we've got sides to go with that. So it, it's, it's literally you take the lid off, you, you put it in the oven and and 20 minutes later, it's, it's ready to eat. So it's... Uh, We've kept it as simple as we possibly can, um, as healthily as we possibly can, and, and just uh, kind of comfort food that people are wanting. And by being able to do that style of food and do higher volume of that food, we've been able to keep the cost relatively low. So it's, it's roughly about £7, £7.50 for two people. So it's, you know, we've managed to keep that quite, quite uh, convenient for a lot of people. Quite reasonable. That's and and of course, um, you've you've been saying that you've removed the minimum spend from um, any of your orders and uh, and t t so tell me, are you order are you delivering throughout Edinburgh or is there sort of a, a finite uh, area within which you're you're actually delivering? Yeah. So currently, we're delivering uh, all postcodes each one to each seventeen. We are looking to expand that, but as I said, you know we're not a we're not a, an experienced online retailer. We 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 don't have an, an experienced logistics team, or or you know we've had to repurpose. Um, you know, we've got our our sommelier from Fury, he's, he's doing delivery driving, and you know we've had to repurpose a, a lot of staff for that. So, um, so we're keeping it quite quite concise and quite tight at the moment. But we are we are introducing very soon a collection point. Now, and, I, and I've said fruit and veg and stuff, but I'm, I'm sure that's not all you're delivering. There's actually much more. Uh, there's cheese and meats and all sorts. Yeah, so when it first started, and as I say, we, we managed to get on this very quickly, actually, within a kind of a week of uh, the restaurants closing that we were 
operational um although it was a very clunky um <laughs> system there was no website it was an excel sheet that people got sent and uh, um yeah it was a little bit uh, a little bit clunky and a bit 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 um, slow to start but um when that when that happened uh, the first thing we did was to contact our suppliers and our producers to to find out first of all who who needs help in terms of getting more business or who needs help with their logistics because i think some people have have thrived in this and the demand's grown substantially, but they've not been able to keep up with that demand. And um, so we can hopefully lighten the load on that side. And then some people have just lost their trade altogether and, and, and need to find uh, new new outlets. So, yeah, in terms of the cheeses and things like this, we, we had um, Fiona Richmond from Food and Drink Scotland got in contact with some suppliers that she had had get in touch with her that needed support. So... We, we contacted Selena at uh, Errington Cheese, so we're, we're getting directly from them. Um, Bonali Dairy Farm, they were really struggling because a lot of their business was, was, the, was the trade. Um, so we've, we've been supplying them since. So, yeah, we're kind of very slowly growing, growing our list. But obviously, from our point of view, the difficulty we have is, um, is the, the storage. So we're being very careful to, to not store more than we can we can handle on premises so uh, i guess the thing that we're looking at now is how to how could how can we grow it further without um detriment to the quality so there's no point trying to offer a, a service which is trying to provide quality produce and then not being able to actually provide that is um I do that yeah, exactly yeah so we're, yeah. Trying, we're trying to balance we're trying to balance growth and um and and ethics and everything else so. Right. So finally, Scott, just tell me then, you know, what what would be your your recommendation for us to buy today? I thought you'd ask this, and I, my my answer was going to be asparagus because the Scottish asparagus <laughs> has been incredible. Well, I've literally had a, a text message this morning from Luton Bay Farm saying today is the last day. Um, oh so no. That- that's, that's it gone. And we also work with um, EC Farm near Forfar, so. I'm waiting to hear back from Sandy. We might be able to get a few next week, but uh, that would have been my oh, recommendation. Yeah. It's the quality. Yeah. I mean, we've had that really hot, um, that hot spell, which is which is what asparagus loves. It grows so fast when it's when it's warm in the soil. So, um, yeah, so asparagus is lovely. Yeah, it's mm. amazing. And to get it, I mean, we were getting it to customers within 48 hours of it being cut from the ground. So you can't really get much fresher um but uh, upcoming is uh, is things like the the scottish um chantrelle season it's probably about one or two weeks away um, and again this is a, a product which is um which fills the scottish restaurants which um it sadly won't be doing this year so um so we'll hope to we'll hope to be able to sell a lot of um chantrelle to the public this year which is obviously a, a treat to cook at home and, and very easy to cook as a, as a normal mushroom yeah, they're great in a in a risotto or even a a wee omelette or something like that. Well, Scott, you know, well done you. It's a, it's a great way of trying to keep your relationships going. It's a difficult time, obviously. How many of your staff have you managed to keep on board? Have you managed to yeah keep most of them on? Yeah, we've we've managed to keep most of them on, um, thankfully. So um, yeah, there's maybe only about that we've got on, on furlough from quite quite a large team um, and a few the few people that we have on furlough um, 
the majority of them are are due to um they they've got somebody vulnerable in their household so they prefer not to be mm. working which we yep. completely understand and um yeah Good. we've we've been we've been very fortunate and, and that was a huge huge goal of ours was to try and keep people in work because we keep going we still we still right. have no idea how long this is going to go on for and there's talk of there's talk of coming would... of this in in july but i mean let's be honest um with restrictions in place restaurants will not be the same and they will not be able to hire the same number of people so no they won't be able to you would only really be able to have uh one household at a time in fear on uh, Broughton Street, wouldn't you? And yeah, or, or a few tables. It would be very special, I'm sure. But well, uh, we, we, yes, have the two meter restrictions, and we would go from 33 covers to because of the, the shape of our room, be down to ah. eight covers maximum. Well, Scott, thank you so much for speaking with us. And um, if people want to uh, sign up to Route to Market, then they have to go onto your website, which is fior, F-H-I-O-R dot com. And thanks very much. And I'll let you get back to dealing with all the orders. Thank you very much. Thank you, Scott. so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk. And remember, you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk